SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. 104 to 107 nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. This is Late Night Conversations on SAFM. My name is Patricia Ntuli. A-teamers at 11 o'clock, let me remind you, Zolikot Kotashe will come in with the final news bulletin for the evening. And uh, after that, we go into closet conversations. Right now, we are looking at an education conversation where we are talking to our A-team guest, uh, Professor Ntlant Lambofu, who is an associate professor in language education at Rhodes University. The topic of discussion is um, the fact that upskilling is required in the classrooms for teachers around uh, this current um, new normal that has been caused by COVID-19. We'd love to hear from you. Let's interact, A-teamers. The number to dial is 011-714-2006. Alternatively, you can dial in on 891 If you'd like to SMS, you can do so on 41391 or WhatsApp on 614 Thank you very much for joining us this evening, uh, Professor Ntlantampofu. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Now, I understand that before being a professor, you used to be a teacher in a school. Yes, I used to be a high school teacher. It's a very rewarding experience, um, a very challenging uh, situation, but um, an opportunity to learn about your own resilience and your own ways of 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 dealing with difficult situations but i have to stress that the teaching profession is not for the faint hearted it's not for those that seek monetary gains mm-hmm. teaching wherever you find it in whatever country in whatever education system it seems to be fraught with challenges but it also has a rewarding aspect to it in that we get to nurture the next generation. But besides the challenges, besides uh, the problems that are associated with teaching anywhere in the world, there's always um, that merit of having an opportunity to be part of the people of the few individuals that get to nurture the next generation. And uh, this is the beauty of uh, what we are talking about today, the fact that we are talking the changes in the classroom due to COVID-19 and what teachers require. It's always so easy to to look at teachers and, and, and be critical of their work and their selflessness. But when it comes to understanding what is required in terms of tools and skills to make the teaching environment conducive, that's something that we hardly ever look at. With COVID-19 now, uh, Professor Mbofu coming in, causing a lot of uh, learning to go online. This has obviously created a new demand when it comes to teachers. Can we talk about this demand? Okay. May I place this conversation in context? Mm. Whatever industry, whatever service provider, they have had to change. They have had to have different skill sets uh, during COVID-19 that they did not necessarily need pre-COVID-19. So I, I, I need to place this in context because I do not want 
us to look at teachers as people who have no skills. Mm. Some of the skills that they are being required to have now, they needed them, but they needed them in the distant future. It was required of them, but it was not urgent for them to have those skills. For example, technology has always, we have always had that technology is important for teaching and learning. We have always known that technology is important for teaching and learning. In our teacher education curriculums, we have always included technology and um, uh, exposed our student teachers to the need to use technology in their teaching and learning. But it was always presented as an option that they could use. We have always emphasized that it was not an option because the world was moving to a different space, but we always talked about it as if it was a distant future. Mm. But COVID-19 has made us immediately move from an option orientation of technology to we need to use it now. So like any industry, like any service provider, teaching also has had to immediately move to a technology space, an online learning space, a face-to-face space that is different from what we have prepared the student teachers to be able to use. That is different from what in-service teachers have always used. So COVID-19 has has brought the conversation about technology, about alternative ways of teaching and learning to the forefront before we're able to, to properly plan for them. But I'm glad that there are teachers that have taken this into their stride. But I'm also aware that there are schools there are learners that did not have an opportunity to 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 be taught using online ways during um during the lockdown. But that does not mean that teaching did not take place. Teaching did take place because the type of the teacher we have in South African schools is 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 one who's creative and innovative. They found ways like WhatsApp, like sending um learning material to their learners for the, for the learners to continue learning. Um, but I'm also aware that there are some math schools somewhere where learners did not receive any learning. And I'm aware that at the moment those teachers are finding creative and innovative ways of uh, helping their learners catch up. So in summary, what I'm trying to say is that the COVID-19 situation has made us to be more creative to be more innovative and to um, redesign the art of teaching, to redesign the ways in which we have understood and appreciated teaching and learning before. 
We are talking uh, to Professor Ntlantlampofu, who is an Associate Professor in Language Education at a Rhodes University. We'd love to hear from you, A-teamers. Perhaps you're an educator and you have felt, you know, the, the pressure of having to have a quick turnaround time in understanding technology, in learning and acquiring new skills, in implementing those new skills. And also, let us know if there are any challenges in, in how your students have received some of this technology. We'd like to know how you've worked around COVID-19. The number to dial is 011-714-2006, alternatively 891 You can also WhatsApp 0614-104-107 or SMS 41391. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are talking to Professor Ntlantlampofu, who is an Associate Professor of Language Education at Rhodes University. And we are looking at this new normal in the classroom and if our teachers are well-equipped and well-skilled. Now, Professor Mbofu, I'd like to find out from you in terms of the role that the unions are supposed to be playing right now in ensuring that all the teachers are upskilled. Because we have to be um, very honest with ourselves that not all teachers are techno-savvy. Some people, not only just teachers but people in general there are people especially the older generation who are you know technophobes and they're scared of this technology so there is should be a place for uh, upskilling so what are the union's uh, roles in this Uh, I would like to believe that the unions um, are a critical stakeholder or player in, 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 in assisting or in mediating uh, the upskilling of teachers to um, to competencies and knowledge and values that we need for them to have so that effective learning and teaching takes place. Mm. The, their role, as they did um, when um, schools were opened during um, the lockdown, they were very vocal about uh, teachers going back to schools without appropriate PEP being available uh, to, uh, for them. I believe they can also use the same uh, strength, the same voice to also voice the need for teachers to be assisted and guided on the new uh, skills and competencies that they need. Another aspect where I find that they can be very relevant is calling for uh, adequate resources for all schools. One of the things that the COVID um, situation has made very clear is the inequalities that are there in the education system. As I alluded to before, there are some schools that were able to uh, take up online learning and and continue with uh, learning and teaching very fast. There are some schools that teachers had to use alternative ways or technology such as WhatsApp to communicate with their learners. There are some schools that were not able to function or open uh, during the lockdown. So I, I, I believe the union can be a leading voice or they can be a critical voice in, in, in assisting 
us as a community or as a society, as a South African society, to have a conversation about the inequality in the resources in the education system. Um, uh, thirdly, I, I, I believe that the unions also need to stop and celebrate the teachers. Mm. The teachers did a lot through this, uh, um, this, uh, this lockdown, and they are still doing a lot during um, this new normal. But there have been few instances where they have been celebrated, publicly celebrated. We need that celebration to say we do recognize that you have to draw from from knowledge, competencies and skills that you did not possess before. We acknowledge your resilience and we acknowledge your your strength in trying to keep the teaching and learning um in the in, in, in all the education systems going. So I think there's a point where we need to to stop and celebrate what the teachers have been able to do. And I think the unions are better placed to lead that. And uh, obviously, we need to be very cognizant that uh, they need we are not going to um, run away from this new normal. Instead, we need to entrench ourselves deeper in it. Technology is not going anywhere. What is the vision for technology and education in South Africa? I think maybe I need to explain this, our understanding of technology and Mm. learning and teaching. Technology does not teach. Technology is is, is, is a way that helps learning um, and teaching to easily take place. What I'm saying is that when we talk about technology, we are saying we are going to have um, uh, um, Zoom or whatever uh, uh, learning management system we are going to use to learn. But it does not mean that that's learning. That's just the a location of where learning is taking place. The teacher is still at the center of that learning and teaching experience. So what we are saying is that what teachers require is for an understanding of the different locations where teaching and learning can take place. So this means we need to help them with the skills on how to do that. But we're not taking away that learning, they are still instrumental in, 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 in facilitating the learning and, and, and teaching environment. Mm. So technology aids, it enhances learning and teaching. We need it. We can no longer go back and say it was an option. Now it has become the location. It has become an enabler for teaching and learning to take place. So, so that technology um, is just not a white uh, elephant in, as it is in most schools. We need to bring these facilitators of teaching and learning to technology with skills that they require to have the effective environment that we require for teaching and learning to take place.
So definitely we need to remember the fact that uh, the teacher can never be replaced. We do always have a place for the teacher. But what is important is the platforms. Um, and this is definitely going to uh, mean that we need to entrench ourselves in this. And how do you, how long do you think we'll be able to, um, you know, see a time where there is no disparity between schools in affluent areas and schools in our rural and lesser uh, privileged areas? Um, the school mirrors the society or the community where it is located. So that's that's a very higher order question that requires inequalities to be attended to within the broader society. So South Africa is known as one of the most unequal societies and as long as though that understanding is still entrenched in, in, in the South African society, the school will still represent those um those aspects. But I, I need to hasten to say although there are inequalities, we have seen schools that are very resilient, communities that have taken schools and adopted them and made them work. Fully functioning schools in cases where they are very poor communities. My 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 call is that the school should never remo- be removed from its community. The community should take care of the school such that even if there are no resources, whatever resources the community has should be should be channeled to schools. In so doing, those uh, under-resourced schools become um, become a beacon of hope for those communities. I know the argument has been, what can government do? But there's another uh, side to that um, conversation that says, what, comu- what can communities do about the schools that are located in, in their areas? And mm-hmm. I know there are very good schools in communities where we we think this should not be happening here because this is a very poor community. But we have seen schools being a source of hope, and 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 that is what we aspire uh, to to have, where schools are part of the community. Well, thank you so very much, uh, Professor Mbofu. You've given us such great light. And we'll close off with a, a message from uh, Keith in Stellenbosch. who says, the pandemic has forced us to transform abruptly and uh, not just mere talk of digitization. At university, I am, at the university I am, uh, I can say that adaptation has been very effective and our students are now about to complete this last semester. So clearly something is being done and we are adjusting. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Professor Mbofu, for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me.